0: Ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh boy, we got a show for you today. There's a whole lot of stuff out there in the ecosystem today. People like chewing each other's balls off, snipping it. You know, what? because I don't have any heroes in this thing. And I give zero shits about any of these members of Congress. All I care about is conservatism. I feel like I'm the best guy to talk about this. Because I don't give a shit about any of them. You know why? Because they all hate you. And if you remember my new golden rule, Jim, add it to the book. That they all hate you up in Congress. You can think about this dispassionately. Just like we're going to do today. Big show. Today's show brought to you by Metashare. Healthcare that can help save you money and shares your values. Find out more at MediShare.com slash Bongino. M-E-D-I-S-H-A-R-E. MediShare.com slash Bongino. Loaded show for you today. Something did change my calculus from yesterday, though. I have to tell you, I did not expect McCarthy to drop out. Why? Well, because I'm not stupid. And McCarthy said a thousand times, I will fight to the death. To the death. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. <laughs> Short-lived. Well, he changed his mind fast about that one. Changes the calculus on things. But folks, I'm gonna I promise you at the end of today's show, this is all gonna make sense. There's some good stuff, there's some bad stuff, and there's some potentially really ugly stuff if you don't get involved right away. Folks, almost all Americans are gonna owe taxes for this year or owe from previous years, unless, of course, you're the son of a president. Or the wife of an ex-president. The IRS and Biden's government want your money more, more than ever. And as you know, it's been reported they're hiring thousands of agents. I want to tell you about a tax mitigation company called America First Tax Group. America First tax lawyers and experts routinely stand up to the IRS and they save taxpayers thousands. Call them at 800-272-7613. Whether you already owe taxes or you're going to owe this year America First, you know, put those dollars back into your pocket where they belong. America First Tax Group's professionals are also experts at state taxes and can help protect you from levies, liens, loans, and garnishments. Call them, 800-272-7613. By using the same tax laws that the global elites use, America First Tax Group could be your own private tax army. Call 800-272-7613. That's 800-272-7613. Or go to americafirsttaxgroup.com now. Again, 800-272-7613. Or go to americafirsttaxgroup.com. .com. All right, Joseph. Let's go. It's showtime, brother. Oh. oh, is it ever. By the way, Joe's got his own little thing going on Rumble. I'll send that out on my social media. What do you, what do you call it again? Um, it, it's, 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 for Pro Joe One. P-R-O-J. Pro Joe One. Check him out. He's got his own little thing going. Joe's doing his own. He's got going off on his answer own. now. Big celebrity now. <laughs> Big celebrity now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it out on my social media landing. She can check that out. I love it. All my folks are branching out. Key, you got to do your own thing. You're Star Wars or something, or Dungeons and Dragons. Do your own rum. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, at least he's honest. He says, You see me talk. All right, so let's get to this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, first, before we go to this, uh, because again, uh, the whole like cancer thing changed my life. You know, it really did. Like when you get this thing where you think you could like die and stuff, and then you don't, you start thinking about things differently. So I started to reevaluate my whole life and I started to say to myself, I know it's not a philosophy course today, uh, but a lot of the people I thought were my friends turned out to be bullshit artists. And a lot of people, honestly, I thought were bullshit artists turned out to be my friends. And I mean, loyal friends. And it's like, I just mistook the show for the action. So I learned to just dictate how I'm going to do things by like a spreadsheet going forward. How much has this guy bullshitted me? And how much has he told me the truth? And I realize that if you put your faith in politicians on Capitol Hill, you're getting the double barrel. You're gonna get screwed. So I'm gonna encourage you when you go through this show today, please. If your response to anything I'm gonna say is but this Congressman said, again, just stop it. I love you. I don't give a shit. I'm not interested. I just want to be honest with everyone up front. I don't give a shit that you think this congressman's a hero. Or this None of them are heroes. I can't say this enough because a lot of the fights happening right now are, but this guy and that guy, I don't care. I am going to give you a dispassionate evaluation because they all hate you. And I love you. And I mean that. I've met a lot of these people and they're all full of shit. There are no heroes here. You're idolizing any one of these people and you believe everything they said. I could give you a thousand examples of people reaching out to me today. Oh, you got this guy wrong or that guy wrong. The same exact people told me that guy was full of shit three, four months ago. I mean, I could show you the emails if I was a if I was a real asshole. I'm dead serious. Just the facts here. Let's get a couple things out of the way. I didn't anticipate McCarthy dropping out yesterday. Why? Because he said he wouldn't. He said he was going to stick out this thing to the end. That changes a lot. And you have to be willing to lift and shift if you're not get the hell out of this business. If you're one of these guys, you know, I was watching a video today on this uh, video channel, this doctor who's like the biggest arrogant guy ever. He had to admit he was wrong about collagen peptides. And I was kind of impressed because this guy's the most cocky dude on earth. I did not anticipate McCarthy dropping out of this thing last night at 7.30 when he gave his speech. This guy is the most egomaniacal I I mean, you want to talk about an insider, wheel and dealer, swamp rat who would like trade away his future generations for power. McCarthy's one of those guys. It says to me, he just doesn't have the votes going forward. And a lot of people who supported him in this motion to vacate tracking me here. This is what really happened. Probably told him because there's no way he did this voluntarily. They probably told him, listen, brother, it's over. Everybody in the chat, you got what I'm saying? McCarthy did not drop out because he wanted to. McCarthy dropped out because there's absolutely zero doubt in my mind that probably 10 to 15 more congressmen, other than the eight who voted against him, on the Republican side, that is, that they came up to him and said, listen, we can't do this anymore. You don't have a consensus going forward. We're going to have to pick someone else, and you're going to have to get behind them. Everyone needs to understand that. because again. Of the McCarthy lovers, I'm not, I, and the, the Gates lovers, I'm not interested. I don't care. The McCarthy lovers come. Up, oh man, this was so principled. He refused to work with the Democrats. I, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. McCarthy went for the Democrats. He asked the Democrats for help. The Democrats said, "I don't understand. Like, we're supposed to I, again. If this guy's your idol, you're wrong. If Gates is your idol too." You're still wrong. There's no heroes in this thing. There's only our party, ours. We built it. We don't worship, oh, 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 we don't do that here. They want to worship Obama and their oatmeal god. Let them do it. These guys are tools. They are hammers for us. Get it? McCarthy is out because McCarthy lost probably 10 to 15 more who said, it's over. McCarthy out changes the whole calculus here. Now, there are two goals going forward and only two goals. If we are conservatives and we're not kissing anybody's ass, which we're not doing because I ain't doing it. And if you're in my army here, you shouldn't be doing it either because we're taking over now. Number one. Goal number one, we can get a more conservative speaker. There's an opportunity here, and it's a real one. Is he going to be the conservative speaker? Are we going to get someone, you know, in the model of a, uh, you know, let's say, you know, a Massey combined with a Jordan on the FISA stuff, combined with a Roy on other stuff, combined with a Gates on the presentation stuff? Probably not. Probably not. Everyone's got their strengths and weaknesses. However, we will probably get someone more conservative than McCarthy if we do some things I'm going to get to. And the we means the Bongino army here. There's option two as well. Maybe we don't get a more conservative speaker. Maybe we get a guy like Scalise who's only moderately more conservative than McCarthy. But if we get a moderate speaker who's willing to do conservative stuff or we vacate him or her next, we're still in better shape, right? Because our goal is not to kiss anybody's ass, correct? What's our goal? Anybody know? Take a guess. But I just said it a thousand times. Our goal is to move the conservative football forward. I don't care who the quarterback is. I care that the ball goes downfield and is caught by a receiver. That's all I care about. I don't give a shit if it's Professor X. All I care about is the ball goes down the conservative field. So if we can get a conservative quarterback, great. If we get a moderate quarterback who's still going to throw the football down the field, great. That's the good. I said I'd give you the good, the bad, and the potentially ugly. Here's the bad and the potentially very ugly. I'm hearing some traffic now that some people in the moderate, middle, whatever you want to call them, sellouts, rhinos, establishmentarians, I don't care what you call them. It's your call. Call them swampies, whatever. They are so furious at Gates and the other uh, the other congressmen who uh, voted out basically McCarthy and vacated the chair. I'm hearing that there's a potential deal on the table, which you better squash right away. How can I squash it? Because you're going to call or email your congressman today. That's your job. I've already done my part on this. I can only do it once. You got to do it too. I'm hearing there's a potential deal on the table because remember, folks, to elect the speaker, you only you don't have to get the most votes. You have to get a majority of the people in the chamber. The Democrats vote like robots. They have 208. So you're going to need, depending on how many people show up, between 217 and probably 218. So you're saying to yourself right now, 208. So the Democrats could get 10 Republicans and elect who they want? Yes. Well, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you in the chat. You haven't heard this? Now, I said I give you the good, the bad, and potentially ugly. The good, we could get a conservative speaker. The bad, we could get a moderate speaker, but push him to do conservative stuff. The potentially ugly, we could have Speaker Hakeem Jeffries. But we run the House. Yep. This is what I warned you about yesterday. This is why, although McCarthy not running, I think yesterday could turn into a net positive. It could also turn into a disaster. And anybody telling you otherwise is lying to you. Now, I got to be candid with you on this. The chances of this are very slim. That 10 Republicans, I mean, you would have to be in a seriously Biden-leaning district and have to basically forfeit your entire political career to do this. My issue is there are some Republicans who, that are so effed up, and remember my golden rule, most Republicans are really Democrats, but no Democrats are really Republicans. There are some Republicans so annoyed and so willing to pull like a Larry Hogan type move, you know, the Maryland guy, that I wouldn't be stunned if they cobbled together five or six. I don't think they'll get 10 or even nine. But again, anyone telling you that's not a possibility and it's not being discussed, I'm telling you, Categorically is lying to you. That is a small percentage thing, but it's out there, and it's my job to warn you. Just the facts here today. I'm not emotionally involved in this because I don't give a damn about the players. I only care about the country. So many people come in, Abby. Oh, this guy felt great. Okay, keep telling yourself that. Sure. Let's address a couple other things. Is Trump going to become the speaker? No. Forget that. I listen, I heard a couple things yesterday. I heard it mentioned on Sean Hannity's show. He's got great sources. I think there are a lot of people who would like him to be speaker. Trump don't want to be speaker. Trump wants to be president. Uh Trump, if you're speaker of the house, how do you think Trump's going to campaign for president? I mean, I'm just asking you guys to think this through for a minute. Trump wants to be president. He doesn't care about being speaker speaker for what a year and a half. How's he going to campaign for president? It's not even possible. To forget the Trump speaker thing. It's not going to happen. Is there a chance? Yes, predictions are like a-holes. Everybody's got one, right? I mean, of course, there's a 001% chance. I'm telling you, knowing the Trump team, 99.99% chance that ain't going to happen. I would scrap that for now. Okay. A couple other things. Everybody needs to stop panicking about this. If I can come on the air after yesterday, Where I am, listen, man, you have no idea what I'm dealing with right now. I've got so much stuff coming at me. I'm really getting numb, like numb. Uh, I, I can see why people in my position fall into like crazy stuff. And I'm getting numb to the whole thing. If after yesterday, I can come on the air and really put aside my emotions, but not my passion. There's a difference. And give you a dispassionate defense about this thing then you can too. I'm asking you sideline your emotions and forget the personalities. If any of your defense of this is but McCarthy or but Gates, you're probably wrong. The McCarthy, pro McCarthy people, I don't care. The pro Gates people, I don't care either. I don't have personal beats there. I don't really care. I care about the policy. However, there's a lot of panic too. The establishment types, it's total chaos. Everyone's going to die. It's over. Forget it. No one's ever going to trust the Republicans again. Okay, sure. I, ladies and gentlemen, they'll have a speaker by next week. It's probably going to be Scalise or Jordan, which would be a major upgrade from McCarthy. Either one of them. Either one of them. I like Jim Jordan a lot. I've known him a long time. We're probably going to have a speaker next week. And I'll <laughs> Joe. When you, Joe, you've been a, How long you been to talk radio? Thirty years or so. Oh, Thirty plus. Yeah. Thirty. Before social media, the news cycle was like five, six days long, right? Like if something bad happened, yeah. you would be talking about it morning radio, right? Yeah. You know, it was an assassination, a terror attack, a big bill. It was like a five day, right? Five, maybe two weeks sometimes. Maybe, maybe. Rush would talk about it. Joe's morning show when he was on CBM would talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, social media, the nu- nuclear bomb, all of that. The news cycle now is about 15 minutes long. Yeah. There is nothing you were talking about. Even last week, that's even relevant anymore. What was the big story last week? Everybody's like, hold on. What was the big story? Let's go. Here, I have my book. Here's my notebook. What are we talking about? Remember this? What we... Oh, they lied about the border, right? No one's even talking about the invasion at the border right now, even though it's still going on. That was Monday. Forget the panic. These panic hustlers, they're just, they just want you on their shows and clicking on their story. We're all going to die. The Republican Party sucks. You know what? Yesterday, I'll be be candid with you. May not have been the greatest day. I think we could have done things a little different. We should have had a plan. I have no problem getting rid of McCarthy. I think we should have had a plan, but it wasn't the worst thing ever. The first motion to vacate, the establishment class now gets the hint that, wow, people aren't screwing around. I guess they found out. I wish we would have had a plan. If McCarthy would have run again, I think we would have had a real problem because they would have definitely cut a deal with the Democrats. There we go. Now, this is your job before we get to some audio. You need to call your congressman today. Ladies and gentlemen in the chat, please say yes or a no. Confirm to me you'll do this. I need to see it. Please call or email your congressman's office today. They need to know you're watching, that you will be watching this vote and you are demanding a conservative speaker. We have the votes to do it. We have 222 members, ladies and gentlemen. All we need is 218. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Look at you all. Thank you. This is an army here. This is what an army looks like. They want to F around and find out. Make them find out. Blow that chat up. Call today. You will be watching. You are demanding a conservative speaker. They are counting on your apathy to do a behind-the-scenes vote. Oh, it's an inside baseball thing. Bullshit. I'm going to give an example Joe might remember. Whenever these inside baseball elections happen, they don't think they owe you anything, the Republicans. That's why you need to email and call them. I was in Maryland when uh, there's a woman, her name was Nicole Ambrose, and she was running against, I think it was Diana Waterman for this Republican committee woman spot. I think, I'm pretty sure that was the race. But in Maryland, it was kind of a big deal. It was like the new, fresh, young blood versus the establishment type person. And I will never forget making some phone calls and the committee people who take the vote going, ah, this is inside baseball. No, it's not. You represent us, the Republican Party. What are you talking about? Only because they only get to vote. Congress gets to vote on the speaker. This is not inside baseball. It's outside baseball, and you're on the outside. You need to get it done. Let me give you just some quick possible scenarios. We're going to get to this audio because it's important. Right now, I see most likely it's going to probably be Scalise or Jordan. It could be another outsider. Hearn, I'm not really sure. Either way, I don't think we can do a lot worse than McCarthy. Having said that, not everything that happened was bad. And anyone telling you that they weren't trying to push a normal order and weren't trying to work through the 12s of probe spills is not telling you the truth. They were. And you shouldn't accept that because it's not true. The reason some of those bills and the 12 separate bills process, normal order, didn't make it out of committee is because conservatives objected to the spending levels. Those are just the facts, man. So anybody on TV telling you like we did this to get back to normal order isn't telling you they were in normal order. I'm just here to give you the facts. You want bullshit, you got to go somewhere else. All right, I'm going to get to some audio. Let me take a quick break because I, I, I want to, this audio is important. because it's a lot of stuff, a lot of Gates is being dismissed too by a lot of McCarthy people. Again, if you have a hero in this, this today's show is not for you. But a lot of stuff Gates said on the floor was absolutely freaking correct. Some of it. I'll tell you what I mean. Folks, credit card balances have risen for five consecutive quarters, increasing at some of the largest rates in 20 years. If you've racked up debt, you're not alone. 2023 has been a brutal year for most Americans, grappling with inflation, rising rates, and just generally how expensive life's getting, and is. For homeowners, there's a better way to get you on a path to financial freedom with my friends at American Financing. They're helping folks just like you get out of that crippling debt and realize significant savings. In fact, they're saving customers just like you an average of $700 a month. That goes a long way these days with all this inflation going on. And unlike credit card debt, your mortgage interest, it's tax deductible, stretching your savings even further. A quick 10-minute call to American Financing Salary-Based Mortgage Consultants is all it takes. There's no pressure, no upfront fees. And to see what they can do for you, if you start today, you might be able to delay two mortgage payments. So don't waste any time. Call today. Here's the number. 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net, not .com, .net, AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Okay. Again, we're not doing personalities here. However, Matt Gates, there's a lot of people piling on Gates today, a lot of people piling on McCarthy. Once you get that out of you, like I did a long time ago, and you learn to concentrate on where the football's going, not who's throwing it, you'll see this with clear eyeballs, I promise you. Gates was on the house floor yesterday, and uh, he was absolutely correct. A lot of these things he brought up here are accurate. Some, uh, we'll see. But... This needed to be said in front of the American people, and I'm glad pretty much every cable channel broadcast it. Here, check this out.
1: Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. The one thing that the White House, House Democrats, and many of us on the conservative side of the Republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common, Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another, That he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to i don't think voting against kevin mccarthy is chaos i think 33 trillion in debt is chaos i think that facing a 2.2 trillion dollar annual deficit is chaos i think that not passing single subject spending bills is chaos i think the fact that we have been governed in this country since the mid-90s by continuing resolution and
0: omnibus is chaos He is 100% correct on the omnibus and the CR stuff. He's not so much correct on the single subject spending bills. They were working towards that, but I get it. But what he said about the debt, he is 100% correct. Folks, here's the dirty little secret of the omnibus. What's the omnibus? I I don't want to get into too much of the wonkery. If you want the inside baseball, Chad Pergram has a really from Fox. He's got a great Twitter account on this and I don't pretend to have been like a swamp rat and understand like Amendment 6.2, but I do get most of it from the overview perspective. You have 12 separate spending bills that would comprise the entire federal budget. What we would do in a normal functioning government, which we're not in and haven't been since the 90s, Gates is 100% correct there, is we would consider each bill independently. Oh, here's the defense bill. Let's put it through the committee. Let's evaluate line by line everything we're spending money on. What, we don't do that? No, we don't. What happens? A big fat omnibus gets passed at the end of the year. An omnibus meaning it's everything, all the spending, all in one. And why? Why do you think in the chat that lobbyists, fat cats, sellouts, swamp rodents, and all the other filth in Washington, D.C. prefers the omnibus rather than Congress sitting here going like this, line by line to each individual bill? Any guesses? Yeah, yes, sir. Producer Joe is correct because you can sneak shit in there at the last minute and no one's going to see it. No one's going to see it. No, no. I mean that not in a figurative in the actual literal sense. Nobody's going to see it because the bill's delivered and they go, you have seven minutes to read 42 million pages. And they're like, huh? You don't know what the hell's in there. And lobbyists love that. Gates is a hundred percent correct. But you see how the cult of personality gets in the way. The people who love McCarthy. They're like Gates is evil. I don't care. I don't like any of them. Any of them. I don't care about Gates or McCarthy. All I care about is he's right. We have been governing by CR and Omnibus since 1990. I was 16 in Archbishop Malloy High School. The last time we had a regular order budget. He's not kidding. Another thing I predicted yesterday, which wasn't hard. I mean, I shouldn't even say because it, 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 I mean, it was the writing was on the wall. Was that McCarthy was going to go seek help from the Dems. Now, again, the people who are all about the personalities, Gates, and then I will go the other way. Just so you get both sides of this. The people who just, I love Gates and don't want to hear any of the facts. They're, they're not, they don't have the real story either. Here's the hard reality of what happened yesterday. McCarthy went to the Democrats for help. I'll play the audio for you in a second. And it's the most important minute plus you're going to hear in a long time. Because it describes, when people talk about the Uniparty, they're not talking about issues. They're talking about efforts to screw over the American people. I saw a tweet today. There's no Uniparty. We disagree on abortion guns. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. The question is, did the anti-abortion pro-Second Amendment football go down the field or not, or did the Uniparty hold the ball? That's the question. You see how you, when you think about this clearly without personalities in mind? Here's what happened yesterday. McCarthy went to the Democrats for help. Now, in the chat, you may be thinking, what a scumbag. Okay. But who actually did the Democrats help? Gates. It's just what happened. The Democrats voted unanimously with the eight Republicans. I'm just giving you the facts, whether you like them or not. The Democrats aren't stupid. The Democrats, we can turn this around on them and we can win. I said, there could some good could come out of this. Now that McCarthy, McCarthy actually did do us a favor by dropping out, a huge favor, which, candidly, I think the Democrats got caught off guard with. That's why I actually think we could win this thing now, and it's possible. I don't think the Democrats expected McCarthy to drop. I think the Republicans realized McCarthy was a wounded duck, told him, 10 of them said, you got to go, forget it. And the Democrats were stunned when McCarthy then turned around and said, I'm not running. They figured they were going to vote with Gates, which they did, every single one of them, 208. That's just a fact. They voted with Gates to get McCarthy out, figuring McCarthy would come back to them, desperate to stay in power, with mega concessions. Does this make sense, guys? I'll give up anything to get my seat back, and that's not what McCarthy did. The Republicans gave him the middle finger. So what did McCarthy do? In a moment, I thought was okay for him and his his buddy Scalise. They threw Nancy Pelosi and Steny Hoyer out of their office. <laughs> and told them to leave because they're now getting out and you're getting out too. And they're now running again. But play this audio if you would. This is McCarthy confirming what I told you was going to happen yesterday. He basically admitted it, that he went to the Dems for help. But we got to be honest. They told him no and went right to Gates's team. And then McCarthy gave him the middle finger, said, I'm not running again. Now you're going to have to be stuck with a more conservative speaker. And everybody lost in that one. McCarthy loses his spot. The Democrats lost all their leverage. Check this out. Interesting. It was in this room.
1: After we had won the majority, I had become speaker last. And Nancy Pelosi came to me. She was speaker at the time on the way out. I told her I was having issues with getting enough votes. She said, what's the problem? I said, they want this one. One person can really out. She was the only speaker to have changed that rule. I had the power to call the vote on her, but. I never would. I lost some votes because of it. Um, and she said, just give it to him. I'll always back you up. I made the same offer to Boehner and same thing. To uh, Paul, because I believe in the institution, I think today was a political decision by the Democrats. And I think, I think the things they have done in the past hurt the institution when they just started removing people from committee, and they just started doing the other things. and I. My fear is the institution fell today because you can't do the job if eight people, you have 94% of, or 96% of your entire conference, but eight people can partner with the whole other side. How do you govern? And for them to make a motion on me because I made a decision for the country that they agreed with, but they choose to do the other, that becomes a problem.
0: There it is. We told you yesterday it was going to happen. Do not trust any of these guys. Any of them. If you're responding in the chat like this guy's the best, like they're not the best. They all hate you. Stop. Stop. I got nothing. Listen, man, I saved all my money. I'm only here. I don't really care. I'm here because I genuinely give a damn about you guys. I ran for office, got effed over by about 2,000 different people. Everybody thought we're superheroes. I've seen it all. These people all suck. The good news is now they understand there's some accountability, but now we got to make it work because make no mistake, we can drop a big L here. If you're not on top of this, it's not good enough to say, like I saw a couple of people, right? You know, good riddance McCarty. Yeah. Good riddance. Great. Now what? Now it's time to do something. Good riddance for what? I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent on that. We are going bankrupt. I said this the other day. But now we gotta, we have to organize, be strategic and tactical. It's not good enough to make a uh, tweets, you know, br- these idiots McCarthy or bring it on. It'll be broadened, whatever. Who Okay, can- just fix the country and shut the f- up, man. That's why I tweeted last night before I went to bed. I said, listen, man. I'm out like I don't idolize any of these guys. The only thing you should be caring about right now is how do we fix this budgeting process going forward and wield our power as a Republican majority. to Get this thing done. I'm out. See you tomorrow morning. All right. I got a lot more to talk about on this. Also, a lot of you have been asking in the chat, you concerned about the uh, EBS test today, emergency broadcasting system test today. I'll tell you what I know. I don't trust anybody about anything, but I'll tell you what I know from very reliable people. And I'll tell you something that's got me concerned, that it's not so much surveillance. It's more, why now? Like I said, big show today. Stick with me here. Feel the greens. I needed this yesterday. Stressful day. A lot going on. I love this stuff. Folks, listen, I'm not here to nag you about your diet, but here's the hard reality. As you get older, if you're not eating healthy, you're aging faster than everyone else. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. The thing is you want to die later and you don't want to be miserable your entire life. You know, you want to die at a hundred years old in your sleep with a heart attack with no diseases and no arthritis and nothing else. Well, I can't promise you that, but I can promise you one of the ways to better health is good nutrition. He's like, this is an interview. I know because it's mine. I have my own. I take this twice a day. It's field of greens. I've been taking it for years Folks, I'm going to be 49 in just about over a month or so. and uh, Or so, like I forgot my own birthday. It's December 4th. I love this stuff. This is the Wildberry. He likes the lemon-lime. I know the owners of the company well. It is the best fruit and vegetable product out there. Hands down, there's not even a second best. I think you'll feel better with more energy, and I'll bet you notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. We all know healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables, all here in this great-tasting powder. We all know that's the secret to better health is a really, really good, high-quality diet. Eat right, exercise, take your field of greens. Join me. Take field of greens. I take two scoops a day. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and use promo code Dan. Start today. Don't wait. 15% off your first order. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Promo code DanBrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Go today. You'll thank me later. Keep your body healthy. You don't know what's coming. Find that next. Ladies and gents, also only 10 days left for GenuCell Skincare's incredible dark spot package sale. Go to GenuCell.com slash promo. Right now, get their dark spot corrector, a must-have after months of record heat and humidity, included with every most popular package. Sunspots, brown spots, discoloration. Even dry, inflamed patches could all disappear in front of your very eyes. Here's Kimberly from Ohio. My appearance improved so much since using GenuCell skincare on my face. Love all my GenuCell skincare products, and my skin looks younger too. Now it's your turn to feel like Kimberly, but there's only 10 days left. Try their most popular package with five bestsellers for 70% off. Take advantage of GenuCell skincare's most popular package, including the Dart Spock Corrector, They're classic bags and puffiness treatment plus immediate effects for 70% off. Try the best skincare in the world for yourself, completely risk-free. And here's the GenuCell skincare amazing guarantee. See results day one or your money back. It's simple. Go to GenuCell.com slash promo today and start looking younger, even decades younger tomorrow. All orders are upgraded to free shipping. G-E-N-U-C-E-L. GenuCell.com slash promo. GenuCell.com slash promo. Okay. So just to sum that whole package up we just did. Yesterday, now that McCarthy unexpectedly dropped out because of Republican pressure and basically gave the middle finger to the Dems who were hoping to use him to get more stuff, we can get a lot of good stuff out of this. We can get a lot of good stuff, but you need to call your congressman today and demand a more conservative speaker. Or if they're going to pick some moderate guy, you better demand more uh, concessions from them before they get the vote. That way we have a conservative path. And just let them know. You guys don't follow through? Well will vacate again. Now they know it's real. But the ugly thing, Speaker Hakeem Jeffries, there's a, stay on top of this. These guys in D.C. are very vindictive. They just want to hurt people. And, and please, one last time, no idols. Put that aside. These guys are tools. That is it. That is it. I promise I won't steer you wrong. You have my word on this. Okay. I've been getting so many questions, Joe has too, yeah. about this emergency broadcast system alert that's going out today. At, what is it? 2.30 p.m. Eastern time or something 20 or today? So. 2.20 or so. Let me, you know what? Go to the other one first, Joe. The CNN one first. I should have done it the opposite. So here, CNN's covering it. 2.30 p.m. today. America's national emergency alert system's coming to your phone. Here's what you need to know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now, notice the date on this, October 4th, 2023. I would like you to notice the date as well on this Reuters story that I was just going to put up, but I figured I'd do it in reverse. Oh, look, it's the same day, October 4th, 2023. Attention, remain calm. Russia tests its public warning system. Now, a lot of folks have reached out. I have a lot of contacts in the Homeland Security space, let's just say. Let's address one thing first. I got a ton of emails. Dan, are they spying on us? Are they going to install Pegasus on our phones? Listen, I don't trust anybody. And after Spygate, I can't tell you anything with an absolute categorical no. However, from my sources, I'm just telling you what they're passing on to me. No. Having said that, I have no reason not to believe them. And the reason I have no reason not to believe them is this is done every three years since 2006. There is a law that was passed in 2006 mandating these tests every three years. The technology's gotten better every three years. So the pervasiveness of the message over various, uh, you know, modems, TV, phone, in other words, it just appears more ubiquitous than it was. Could the government be spying on you? They're probably doing it right now. I have no idea. I have zero faith in the government. I can only tell you what I know. I'm never going to lie to you. I've got really reliable people in the government saying there's nothing here. It's just a standard test they do every three years. On the spying front. However, Jim, are you listening? What warning is this? 4,900. I don't know. Jim's keeping the gym as the number count of warning. I find it awfully odd that they appear to be doing this test of the emergency broadcast system on the very same day that the Russians are doing a test of the emergency broadcast system. What the do you think that's about? I'm not really sure. Sorry, I'm just looking for Jim. I'm not really sure about the whole spying thing, but I'm damn sure that the timing of this is not coincidental. Ladies and gentlemen, the government clearly knows something about an escalation of either China or Russia's armed forces status and their willingness to dive into the next stage of this war, which is clearly nuclear or nuclear, as George Bush used to say. They know something. I have warned you over and over and over again. The G, the government, we used to call it the G in the service there. The G knows something. Why do you think the Russians are doing this at the same time? Well, they could be playing us. They could, but why? Why would they be playing us? Why would they be playing us to make us believe they're going to get into nuclear war? Maybe because they're trying to send a message. I don't know, folks. I don't know. I'm just telling you, on the spy front, mm, on the warning front, very concerned. That's not an accident. Here's what's got me concerned, too. It's so funny, like, I brought this up totally by mistake, and I just realized it in the flow of the show. I said to you, the news cycle's 15 minutes long now, because it is. 15 minutes from now, we're going to forget everything. McCarthy, you're going to have a speaker next week and no one's going to talk about it again. I mean, think about it. It's a perfect example, right? Remember all the McCarthy vote chaos? It was like five days. How many votes was it? 15 rounds of voting. How long did people remember that? The answer, about 15 minutes, and then nobody gave a shit anymore. Nobody cared. The same thing's going to happen with this. And I brought up the example before about how nobody's talking about the border right now. They're talking about this because the news cycles 15 minutes long and that's because of social media holy shit we got a hundred thousand people we're only like 40 minutes in damn damn I didn't even see that how'd you guys not tell me that you gotta tell me a hundred gee is there like a fire thing when we get a hundred thousand people can you play the 100? you got to do that I didn't even know you did that let play the fire effect come on in. you know oh uh, wait wait uh, yeah do I have them yeah someone sent me another glasses but I'm sorry folks these are like the original there you got it all right, play it. <laughs> 100,000 with our digified glasses. Digified Thank you. I, You know, when Gee hit that thing last time, the fire thing, this guy who posts my clips on Twitter, and uh, I don't mind if you post some clips and stuff. Just credit the Rumble. Just make sure you attach it to the Rumble because that's how we put the show on. It's only fair, and I appreciate that. I thought the guy did that, Gee. I was like, oh, look at this cool thing. The guy did this fire thing. That was Guy and Joe. Good job. Was that, like? that was a chatster? That is so cool, man. You guys are you guys are awesome. I did not know. I swear I thought that was the guy. I'm like, man, I wish Guy would do shit like this. This guy on Twitter is so much cooler than Guy. And then Paula's like, I swear. Paula goes, no, that's Gee, dude. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. 102,000. Nice. Miranda Devine tweeted this the other day, and it's a fair question. I'm going to give you the real skinny on the border, how it ties to Soros, our national identity, and basically the destruction of the United States and national politics going forward, and why the Democrats are pushing this. We can replace them. Yes, they literally wrote it in the New York Times. Miranda Devine tweeted this. It was great. I love Miranda. Does anyone here understand why the Biden administration is persisting with this suicidal open border? You know, they can stop it tomorrow, but they just lie that it's secure. This issue is going to be a vote killer in 2024. Why aren't they pivoting? Is it a scam? What are the mechanics of illegals voting? Is it a long-term strategy or is it a pet project of Biden's? The answer is yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats think long game. It's the same reason they did what they did yesterday in voting unanimously with the resolution to get rid of McCarthy. The Democrats are playing the long game. They think the chaos was going to work for them because they miscalculated yesterday, but they thought McCarthy was going to have to come back to them, hat in hand, begging for votes. Can I have a quarter, please? That's what they thought. McCarthy dropped out, effed up the whole thing for them. Immigration for them is no different. The Democrats are willing to forfeit seats. They're willing to forfeit candidates. They're willing to forfeit public opinion, anything to long-term change the United States. No, they're not, Dan. You're not an example. Joe and I lived through it. It was called Obama snare. Oh, Obamacare. Yeah, yeah. We were doing the podcast, remember? Everyone warned the Democrats, you F with people's health care, you are going to get smoked. You know what happened? They had every focus group in America telling them people had their health care canceled, people's health care premiums went up, and Joe, Obamacare went down in flames, right? Oh, no, it didn't! No, it didn't! Because the Democrats don't care. They lost seats everywhere. County councils, librarians, dog catchers, congressmen, senators, everywhere. Obama got smoked in one of the greatest routes in Republican Party history. But where's Obamacare now? Oh, it's still the law. Hmm. Because the Democrats play the long game, always. Healthcare system was changed forever. Ah, It gives a shit. We'll give up a couple elections. We'll own your healthcare. And now they do. Ladies and gentlemen, immigration is no different. Illegal immigration, if they lose every single seat in the country, they, the Democrats believe, will transform this country moving forward into a long-term Democrat holdable majority. And it involves two things. It involves congressional seats and the Electoral College. I'm going to prove it to you right now because I always bring receipts. Remember when Donald Trump tried to change and reform the census so we would actually count U.S. citizens and not people who were here illegally? Remember the Democrats lost their mind over that? Why? I mean, if you want an account of who was actually in the United States, you want people who are here legally, right? Not people here on overstays, on visa, people who came in illegally. Sounds legitimate, right? NPR. This is from July of 2020. Remember this one, Joe? Remember Trump? He got sued over omitting immigrants from a census count. Why is that? Because if you understand the Democrats' long-term play, I.E., you got the New York Times article. This, you'll understand exactly why the Democrats needed illegal immigrants factored in. Oh, Michelle Goldberg, New York Times. We can replace them. I, th- I thought rep- replacement theory. What? The Democrats replacement? It's their article. It's, it's, their, it's their article. But by the way, the Democrats, I'm not even going to include the, the uh, supercut because I played it a thousand times. Of the Democrats talking about demographic destiny. You know what, Guy, Jim? Can we find that for? We'll, I'll play it tomorrow because you need to see it again. The Democrats cannot stop talking about what they call demographic destiny. Immigration is a way for them to compensate, pay attention, for the massive loss of population from liberal states. It's the only way, but they can only compensate for it if the people coming here illegally are counted in the census. Why does the census matter? The census matters. Yo, You actually have it? Oh, look at this guy, man. You guys are freaking on the ball today. I want you to watch this. This is the Democrats. This replacement theory is not a theory. It's the Democrats' thing. Here, just listen to them
1: coming out into the open
0: in a few years
1: we're going to be a majority brown country white people will not be the majority in the country anymore this will be the first generation ever in american history uh, in which whites will be a minority of the generation at some point as of 2007
0: every year babies being born in this country whites now are the minority in 2044 uh, everyone is going to be a minority
1: as the demographics change as white people become the minority in the country which is coming demographics is destiny demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny, right? The country is changing. I've been saying it here. Other people have been saying it here for years now, even before Donald Trump. The demographics is destiny. The white population is declining for the first time in history in America, while the number of multiracial Americans... Have more than doubled. So we live in a country where the demographics are changing. It's becoming less white. Correct. Okay. You'll be announcing that we're calling the 38 electoral votes of Texas for the Democratic nominee for president. It's changing. It's going to become a purple state and then a blue state because of the demographic.
0: Oh, they hate that video. They hate that video because they want you to believe it's a conspiracy theory. What? Their own words? Folks, they are hemorrhaging people out of liberal states. What does that mean? that means what's going to happen is as people leave california and move to texas say the split is 50-50 democrat and republican which it's not it's probably more republicans leaving what's happening is texas because the the census every 10 years they reallocate congressional seats right if texas has and every congressional seat every 700,000 people roughly is a new congressional seat so let's say million people move from California, New York to Texas. Texas gets two additional seats in the next census, uh, in the next reallocation. And New York and California lose one. That congressman in that state, because they're controlled by Republicans who get to gerrymander the state, just like Democrats do in Democrat states, is likely going to be another Republican seat. The Democrats are terrified because they realize that nobody's leaving red states. Everybody's leaving blue states. You get it? You could lose the House forever on the electoral college side for the presidency. The presidency is not a popular vote. It's not. It's 50 individual state votes where they allocate electoral college electors. The electors and the number of of electors each state gets is a, the number of congressmen plus two for the senators. So if Texas has, say, 30, I'm, for, for, the numbers, uh, forgive me, I'm, I'm escaping me right now, but they have two senators and they get 32 electoral votes, and then in the next 10 years, Texas gets two additional congressional seats or one, then they actually have more votes for president as well to get to 270. You don't think the Democrats know this? 40, thank you. guys on the ball today. So Texas has 42. How many's Florida? Is it 29 or did they get more? So Texas has 42. You only need 270 electoral college votes to be elected president. Texas, which is almost guaranteed to be Republican, you've already got 42. That's 30. So that's 32. So you're at 74 before you've even won another state. While California and New York and Illinois, the big Democrat halls are losing people. How can you change all of that? Oh, if the census count includes illegal immigrants. It's that simple, Dan? Yes, sir. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. There's another component to the Democrats' long game. Here's an article in the Jerusalem Post. Soros and the left-wing money machine, they love illegal immigration. Open borders are their thing, not just here, but around the world. Because if there's one thing they hate, it's a national sense of unity and love of country. They hate it. National cohesion is their enemy. Now, immigration, where people want to come here and be part of this fabric, like my wife, in one of the greatest days of my life, who raised her right hand and we were all choked up and pledged allegiance as a U.S. citizen for the first time. One of the most beautiful moments of my life. My wife loves this country so much, she'd die for it in a minute. That's not what they want. They want illegal immigration, where people here are illegally. They're here illegally in the shadows with no chance to learn about the wonders of this country. They want them to speak in their own language, separate from themselves, pocketed off from American society. Oh, the the Democrats accuse the Republicans of that. Keep the people in the shadows. No, that's what the Democrats want. Because as Caroline Glick writes in this piece, Then there's Soros' actions on behalf of illegal immigration. From the U.S. to Europe to Israel, Soros has implemented a worldwide push to use immigration to undermine the national identity and demographic composition of Western democracy. Right. They don't want people to love this place. A sense of national cohesion and love of country would lead people to want to preserve it. They don't want to preserve it. They want destruction. And if you dare mention this, by the way, the left's love affair with demographic destiny, they lose their mind, which is interesting because the Homeland Secretary, Suella uh, Browerman over in the UK, she said this the other day on Sky News and all the left lost their minds. But it's really weird because how is what she's saying anything different than the supercut I just played for you? Check this out.
1: My job, first and foremost, to be honest and
0: speak for the majority of the British people. And my comments have been somewhat mischaracterised. We have uh, so much to be proud of. We have a great multi-ethnic society and in many parts of our country, integration has worked. But there are also many towns and cities around the United Kingdom where it hasn't. And communities uh, are living parallel lives. They are coming from abroad. They are not learning the language. They're not embracing British values, and they're not taking part in British life. And that needs to be identified. We need to be fearless in calling that out. And that's my job. Oh, my gosh, the left lost their minds. You mean asking people to come to a country and integrate into the country's national cohesive network is a crazy thing? To the left, it is, because they love the chaos. That's why. This is about three things. I said two. We had to add a third there at the end. Destroying national cohesion. It's about congressional seats and the census and the electoral college and the census. That's all this is about. So, Miranda, to answer your question, because you know I love you, that's why they're doing this. It's the only reason. It has nothing to do with anything else. Because even the Democrats know this is a public safety disaster. I can prove it to you. Here, play this. This was Obama's DHS secretary, Jay Johnson. Obama's. I'll say it again, Obama's. Saying, my gosh, imagine if 4,000 people a day crossed the border illegally. That would be such a disaster. It'd be horrible. I'll tell you how many are crossing a day after you listen to this. Check this out.
1: My staff will tell you if it was... Under 1,000 apprehensions the day before, that was a relatively good number. And if it was above 1,000, it was a relatively bad number, and I was going to be in a bad mood the whole day. On Tuesday, there were 4,000 apprehensions. I know that 1,000 overwhelms the system. I cannot begin to imagine what 4,000 a day looks like. So we are truly in a crisis.
0: 1,000 overwhelms the system. 4,000 is horrible. We have 10,000 now. Again, you think they don't know? Of course they know. This is the plan. Destroy the census. Destroy congressional seats. Back up, backfill blue states that are losing people. And destroy any sense of national cohesion. All part of the plan. It's all being done on purpose, folks. I've told you that over and over. Man, what a show today. 107,000 people. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I so deeply appreciate you tuning in today. I just want you to know I love you to death. You mean the world to me. The show means a lot to me. You give my life meaning, a lot of meaning. And uh, I owe you so much. And I hope you understand the beginning of the show. I'm just looking out for your best interest. Don't idolize anyone. I ask you to fact check me too. Just make sure the conservative football goes down the field. If I don't do it, tackle me too. But forget who's throwing the ball. Just watch the football. All right? Thanks for tuning in. Join us every day for the chat. I was in there early today chatting with some folks. I get in there about 10, 10, 15 most days. It's rumble.com slash Bongino. Just set up an account. It's free. Click that green follow button. Get the notification. We go live and uh, I'll see you here. Show starts at 11 a.m. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino show.